Are you hunting for a solution for your commercial or residential rooftop? Well, don't look any further than Flawless Roofing Sure Seal Incorporated. You can check out Flawless Roofing Sure Seal Incorporated at flawlessroofing.ca. You can also check them out on Facebook. Yes, on Facebook as well under Flawless Roofing Sure Seal Incorporated. Flawless Roofing Sure Seal Incorporated has been in operation since 2012 and offers superior roofing solutions for both commercial and residential rooftops. Owner and operator Daniel Felice prides himself on working with only the top of the line materials, including Lexcon and LexCore products. With over 30 years of experience in the roofing industry, Flawless Roofing provides exceptional roofing solutions and is sure to exceed your expectations. Also, currently, Flawless Roofing is one of the few recognized EPDM installers in Northern Ontario. Check out their website, that's flawlessroofing.ca. Check out again their website, flawlessroofing.ca, or check them out on Facebook, Flawless Roofing Sure Seal Incorporated. You can contact them at 705-943-1777. Flawless Roofing Sure Seal Incorporated, offering superior roofing solutions for both commercial and residential rooftops. Flawless Roofing, protect your investments, start at the top. Sports fans, hang those team jerseys or other collectibles in style with help from the guys at thesportdisplays.com as they have you covered. Thesportdisplays.com. Hang it, display it, or show it off with the jersey mount. The jersey mount is an affordable, easy to install, and kick-ass way to decorate your man cave, dorm, home, or office. Went to a totally badass concert and want to show off some of your memorabilia yeah the jersey mount can help you with that or how about that wrestling pay-per-view event or live show you recently went to and you want to show off that wrestling collectible in style the jersey mount can help you with that or you want to represent your favorite sports team the jersey mount has you covered installation is so fast and so easy and the best part you won't damage your wall Pick up your jersey mount today over at thesportdisplays.com. Hang it, display it, or show it off with the jersey mount at thesportdisplays.com. Get yours today at thesportdisplays.com. Thesportdisplays.com. One more time, thesportdisplays.com. Booyah, and it's time for the Game Sports Show. It is your host, David McCaig Jr., bringing you another special edition upload powered by the Game Entertainment and Media. And this is our special edition uploads where we get into some very awesome interviews. And you can tune in to all of the archives of these special edition shows on thegamesportshow.com or on the TGEM Network platform YouTube channel. Just check it out, and you will not be disappointed. Now, let's introduce the co-host, for tonight's upload. You know, you hear him on a lot of editions with the Game Sports Show. He is the game entertainment and media family in terms of a, f- a general sports analyst, the one and only Alex Parr. Parr, my friend, how's it going? My heart is full after such an introduction like that to be counted as family, Dave. That That's touching <laughs> having me. Uh, I'm glad we're doing this again. I'm really excited for this one today. Yeah, and honestly, you, we have uh, the Game Sports Show family, TGEM family. We have an EASHL22, uh, an archive family. We have sport, a video game family. We have all the fun here on this show, okay? And I like to consider this guest a good friend. It's it's all from the part one that we had. So this is a second part with this guest, and I'm very excited. Now, I did tell him 
that the intro is not as long as the first one, but it's still a little bit lengthy. So I, you know so you're, <laughs> you're less of a kiss ass this time. A little bit less. Uh, no, okay. not really. So I want everyone to get comfy, get ready, because now getting to our special edition guest, he is no stranger to the game sports show or T-Jam. He loved it so much the first time, and we've built such a good relationship with this fella that he wanted to come back again. Now, this time, not only is he back with our regular audio format, you get to see him in person on video this time as well, okay? He is involved with Living Sisu, a connecting sponsor with the Game Sports Show. Uh, this guy has won and achieved a lot, okay? And that's putting it lightly. Gold medal, championship, junior all-star team name, Gretzky Cup winner, and much more, okay? You can tune into the first part to hear the lengthy introduction for that one. But to give it a more of a brief summary, he's drafted second round 36 overall in the 2013 draft by the Montreal Canadiens. He's a world junior gold medalist for Team Canada. He has played over 230 professional games to date. Uh, and started over 200 in the QMJHL. And in the 2021 and 2022 season, this Teddy even set the Capitals franchise record for the longest streak without allowing a goal to start their tenure with a franchise. And in that same game, he set an NHL record for the longest streak without allowing a goal for their career, which was previously set in 2011. Oh, and to continue his season full of records, he became the first goaltender in Washington Capitals franchise history to record a shutout on his debut. And to be honest with that, we saw his post-game speech in the locker room after when he got given the game puck. You know what? He's very humble. I know people thought I was going to go with a chirp with that, but he's a very humble lad indeed. Honestly, this guy has records from the Q all the way up to the NHL and had an amazing 21-22 season between the pipes for the Hershey Bears and the Washington Capitals as well. And he's getting set for the 2022-2023 season at this time of recording. And I've already gone into his stats on our first edition, as I mentioned. And now he continues to break records and the numbers will surely continue to climb for this guy. The, the sky is the limit for this guest. Now let's bring him in. There was a little bit of kiss ass there. Party. I was going to say that. that's a lot of kiss <laughs> ass. I did actually mention that in my notes to say that I was a kiss ass. So it's funny that you said that. The one and only Zach Bucali. Zach, the man. What's going on? Welcome back. Wait, what's going on, guys? I, I don't know if this this inter, uh, this introduction was longer than the first one. I think <laughs> it, it was close. longer than the first one. <laughs> it, it might have been. We'll have to check the tape, check the timer. But uh, no, no, it's good, man. I appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, thanks for having me on a second time. I was the one I said, Hey, when, when am I coming back on the show? Right. So no, I'm, I'm happy to be here, brother. <laughs> no, my favorite thing about the introductions is that guests always go, did I do that? Oh yeah, I guess I did do that. Cause Dave's always rattling off all these stats. I, mean, kind of, funny. So. I don't memorize that. And you know what? I did that with the sun in my eyes. As everyone may have noticed, this is still the grad yeah. computer, but I moved my computer around a little bit and I, had the notes and I was staring at it and I think I'm gonna get a suntan while we do this episode, but that's totally fine. Okay. Nice man. You know, honestly, it's great to have you back, Zach. You know what? Before we get into the topics, man, I want to start by discussing the dad life. You and I off air. Okay. We're talking about uh, the dad life. You asked if I had anyone's uh, running around yet. I only have a four-legged creature running around at this current time, but you're a new dad of sorts. And yeah. we've connected previously and stated our congratulations, talked all that, but I want to, I want you to tell listeners how that's going, you know, on the social media, you're active with it and you're such a proud dad already. Oh, it's unbelievable. I, 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 I love it. It's, uh, it's tough to describe, but all I can tell you is the best feeling in the world. Uh, uh, 
uh, it comes with its challenges, especially early on. Like he's not even six months there. It's very, very challenging. You know, you were talking about a four-legged creature. We had a three-year-old four-legged creature, you know, to add on top of the chaos and the mayhem. But, you know, it's, it's, it's something that you adjust, you, yeah. you figure it out. And my wife's been unbelievable uh, this whole time during the season. I mean, we had tail uh in february so it's literally in the middle of the season so that was like i still don't know how we got through that season but it was wild and um yeah having a little guy it's uh it's unreal it's unbelievable are you gonna put them between the pipes too (laughs) i don't know it's still i'm gonna i'm gonna get him crawling first and then we'll see see next probably a good strategy i mean it worked well for you right yeah (laughs) i usually say one thing and when people say this to me i actually call them i i say it's nuts to say but people say if you can raise a dog you can raise a child or for I disagree. There is, I don't think there can't be any comparison. I think a human in a career yeah, opened up a can of worms because personally, I don't think many, many people raise their dogs correctly. So I don't know, <laughs> man, you opened up, you opened up a whole can of worms there. Like what's raising a dog. I think we all have different standards there. Right. That's oh, a good man. point. Very good point. <laughs> you know, at least dogs, they kind of come potty trained. Kids, kids don't. That that takes sort of come potty trained. They go in your house, but at least they go. Yeah. yeah, anyways, getting off track. I want to start off with the dot life. Congratulations with that, Zach. I know we talked already, mm-hmm. but you know, it's um, it's great uh, to see, you know, and it's uh, great to see your uploads with that on social media as well. Little plug for your social media. You're very active on it. It's great to see. Uh, I'll get into the first topic. What I want to dive into is I want to go right into Hershey. All right. Now you had a great season and I, in Hershey and overall in general is a real step forward. What's that face for Zach? What's that? Face yeah, for? It was, it was okay. I think it was, it was okay. good. I know. I, I know okay. you may look at numbers, you know, you didn't have a 198 goals against average. Okay. But you were still, it was, it was okay. It was a good season. Look, we want to talk about Hershey. That's totally fine. I mean, I, I, that's, that's where I played a majority of the year. I mean, I find I had a great start to the season, which earned, uh, you know, a few games uh, with the Capitals. Uh, and a really good finish, I find. The end was uh, really sharp. So yeah. uh, in between that, there were some ups and downs. And uh, I had some tough times there. Uh, and especially when Teo came in February, I was hit with all types of new things that I had to live through. Like new life things, you know, not just hockey things, just new life things that I had maybe a tough time dealing with. So that's 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 part of life. Uh, it was part of my season. But yeah, it went okay. You know, good start, good finish, but it went okay overall. <laughs> you know, honestly, and that's what I was going to get to is that for yourself, you know, you, you had a goalie tandem going, right, with Phoenix Copley. And, you know, you 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 had areas where you grew a lot this year, and that showed from when you went up to Washington. Um, you know, maybe your your post-game speech after you got the shutout, you know, I was chirping you about it, but I was joking. Honestly, humble, humble guy, and honestly looking at – uh, what Copley and you had, it seems that's the way of hockey these days. And AHL, NHL doesn't matter. There's goalie 1A, 1A, 1, right? It, it's not like the days where you had Dominic Hasek and then you had, this never happened, but Jamie McLennan, they never played together. Uh, but that's someone like that playing together. And if Jamie McLennan ever listens, sorry, I'm chirping you hard. Uh, <laughs> but you you have, you had a goalie tandem with you two that seemed to really work out. So can you describe that relationship that you had with him, but also could you get into some areas that you noticed that you grew on this year as a goalie overall? 
I, I, I love cops and, and I was just now actually on my phone right here. He's just saying we were just texting each other because he signed in in, uh, in LA today. And I was saying congratulations. And that, that's awesome. So we were saying how it was such a good fit, how we were good partners and how we had a good team team thing going, him and I. So it's it's you're absolutely right. Like we had a good relationship. We work well together. And um, I, I hold cops to like I like almost on a pedestal like he's one of the best goalies I've ever I think he's probably the best goalie I've ever played with for a few seasons and he he taught me a lot about how to act about the game about technical stuff all types mental stuff uh, and we spent a lot of time together so it was it was really cool how over the last couple of years uh, we had that dynamic and it helped me helped me grow uh, because he does have any shot experience, he has that background, and and he had a really really solid year. So he uh, he he set the tone, he set the pace, and uh, now he's moving on to another club. But that that thing that's going to stay with me, you know, all those things uh, that 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 we went through. That's very true. Now you know, honestly, and par, I'm not going to take a thunder. I know you have a point to get to, but you 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 had a relationship build there, and then that helped you grow as a person and. Being in Hershey, it's a devoted fan base for the American Hockey League. I know people talk about San Diego. People can talk about Toronto. Uh, people talk about numerous teams in the American Hockey League. But it seems like it's a a good fan base there, and especially the teddy bear toss. Okay, like that that teddy bears toss. Pretty legendary. I say that you you dove into a pile of teddy bears. If that if I saw that right on your social media. Yeah. It's uh, it's pretty legendary, and it's like that every year. And I think they break records every year. They break the record every year and every year. So no, that's definitely one of those days that's marked on the calendar in Hershey for many people. But yeah, it's a it's it's a fun city. Uh, ninety five, ninety nine percent of people that you talk to Hershey about, uh, you talk to them about Hershey. It's it's all positive stuff. They they, it's a great place. Uh, the chocolate factory. You know yeah. they have. Uh, all these things, you know, it's very touristy and then you have the Hershey bears, right? So it's very much built around that. And it's, uh, it's really cool to be a part of, I'll be honest with you. hundred percent. Par, I won't take your thunder. You can go. Yeah. We <laughs> talked about Copley, but I, okay. I'm a Leafs fan and we, uh, we don't necessarily have the best rap. He knows that. He knows that. <laughs> we, we don't necessarily have the best yeah. respect. Like people don't view us in the greatest light. So I just want to know, like, Elias Samsonov, what can I do to make him feel welcomed coming to the family? <laughs> Have you bumped into him? Do you know anything? Like, does he like any snacks? Well, or... yeah, we were we were teammates for a big part of the last uh, two right. years. Uh, right. So, uh, like, yeah, what know, what do I need to know, know about this guy? Uh, and I think uh, I think everything that's been, I think you know uh, just as much as me with the twenty twenty two. You know, like I mean, it's not much you're gonna learn that you haven't, you know, seen, heard him play before, you know, like it's, it's, he's very talented, you know, he's got a, he's got a kind of an X factor to his game, you know, and I just think it's just a matter of him putting it together. Uh, I, I mean, honestly, nobody could really deny the skill level that he can play at, sure. you know, and I saw that firsthand. Some practices, sometimes when he was, when I was in Washington, it was either he was kind of like getting back from an injury or VTech was. So that was kind of, and I saw him come back from a couple injuries. And 
I was like, man, this, this guy's, he's sick, you know, like he's good. So, <laughs> so, so again, he had some tough times and good times and that's very cyclical with goaltenders. Right. Mm. So it's just, it's just part of what he's living in his career uh, because I've been through some stuff and, and all the other goalies, whoever played the game, been through some stuff and he's just going through something right now. He's going to go into a new organization. Hopefully that kind of like jump starts him and he comes you know, kind of gives him a fresh slate and um, we'll see what happens, man. I mean, I can't tell you anything that you don't know, like already. I I don't think, I mean, yeah. oh. well, it, honestly, you know what? One thing that I, and again, <laughs> I think it's under par's little thunder with this a little bit, but you played with the likes of Cody Franzen and Matt Molson. Now Matt Molson is transitioned to the Leafs organization as a, in a scouting role. Uh, obviously he's a good friend with John Tavares. They played together on long Island and had a lot of success. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, you know, he's a Toronto boy. If I remember correctly, I think he lives really close to Toronto. Or he was from there. Uh, and Cody Franzen, who was a part of the Toronto Maple Leafs organization. A long time. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And in 2013, he was a part of the epic game seven collapse, obviously that every Toronto fan remembers the most. And those are two guys that were veterans on your team. Did they ever share stories except Matt Molson? Obviously he wouldn't share stories about Toronto because he hasn't been there yet, but I'm gearing towards friends a little bit. And the reason why I am is because I want to know if he ever talked about that game seven game to anybody in the lot. I was never, I mean, I, I went to dinner with, with friends a lot during the season on, like, on the road and stuff like that. We, we ended up at the same restaurant a lot, uh, but I never really had that conversation about that particular game. I mean, I've heard fantastic uh, NHL stories from Franny, Franny and Mules. Okay. Yeah. Uh, some stories, you know, they have, um, they've both had an amazing career, you know, like it's yeah. cool to be sitting down and kind of like listen, to, just listen to these guys. It's awesome. Yeah. Uh, but no, never that particular game. Probably for a reason. He scored twice in that and game. I'm too. not going to bring it up either. So no, thanks. Cool. Appreciate it. I feel like it'd be good to bring up. But no, Alex Westland is the guy that I was going to transition into my question a little bit. Now, you goalies, when they go to teams, they work with different goalie coaches, right? You obviously, you, you just talked about Ilya Samsonov. He's going to be going to Toronto to work with um, Curtis Sanford. Obviously, they had a goalie change in Toronto. And you have goalies going to different places. You have a Jack Campbell going to Edmonton. You have Matt Murray going to Toronto, which is very cool. Kevin, Kevin Weeks and, and, uh, and Mike McKenna would call it the goalie carousel. Right. Yes. Yeah. Every, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And there's movement around Kemper goes to Washington. We're going to get to that in a second too. Cause I want to get in, of course, to Washington and, and more of Hershey, but you have goal, the goaltending coach that you had in Hershey. Can you get into that? Every, every other goalie I've had on the show or previous shows, they don't get into any goalie coach talk now, maybe boring as hell. Uh, but like, what is the relationship that you had with Alex, uh, what, what really jived there? Because obviously, you know, there was that growth this year and obviously you had success when you played up in Washington. So obviously there must've been some, something that worked there from a way that made you kind of grow, or maybe you just grew yourself, but cause you're so very, very the, strong. So with, with Westy, uh, first of all, it's so great to see him get an NHL job. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's, he's worked a lot and, and, he works really hard. Like he's one of the guys that watches the most video I've ever seen ever, uh, you know, on, on all types of players, goalies, all types of stuff. So he's real hard work and deserved it. Uh, so for our working relationship, it was, it was really great from the moment I got to Hershey it was, uh, the shortened COVID year. 
And, and one of the things I really liked about how we worked was uh, some things I would bring up. This was part of his kind of like thinking as well. So it was, it wasn't, it wasn't anything that was always like new or something like that. So the way I was thinking the game was already a little bit how he was thinking the game and, and vice versa. You know what I mean? Like we, there were some similarities and there were some common areas that we could just continue to work and continue to work. And it wasn't like a big adjustment for each of us to start working with each other. I don't know if you follow me. Yeah, there. It wasn't a big. Sense. So right from the beginning, you know, it was, it went very, very well my first year because we were just, we were just flowing into what we were kind of doing normally. So that's how we worked well together. For me personally, this past season, like I was telling you, the beginning was, was, was real hot and the end as well. But in the beginning, I had a tough time, but, and I have to give Westy credit for that because he was one of the people that was always in my corner and he was always, always, always encouraging me and pushing me to push those limits and, and, and get back to, to, to my game that, uh, we we talk about so often. So I, I really appreciated him in all types of situations because we did have those common areas and how we were thinking and 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 our, our our philosophies behind it. And same with Scotty Murray in Washington. So like that's that's great when you have those similarities and you have that kind of continuity over the years and stuff. It's it's it makes that relationship go even better goalie coach and stuff, because it's no, it's no different than any other relationship, whether you, you have a, a job in an office or anything like that, you know, like it's no different. Like yep. when I come to the rink, like I'm trying to, to do my job and he's trying to do his job. And it just so happens that our jobs are very, very much inter uh, interrelated. And so we have to work together a lot. And he helped me a ton. So, and that's the reason why he gets to go in the NHL because he, he did that not just with me, but he did that with cops. He did that with VTech. He did that with, with, with Shepard. He, he did that with all the guys that came before me as well, you know? So that's why he's going to the NHL because he's good at his job and he, he, uh, he had some success, uh, you know, bringing us to, to, to the next level. Yeah, see, that's it's important that I think players give credit to the coaching staff a lot because you don't hear that a lot because they're in the back. I'm not saying goalie coach in the background. The, the most that you hear about coaches are the head coach, right? Or sometimes yeah. the assistant coach because of the power play. Power play or something you know, like that. Exactly. Right? Exactly. But the goalie coaches, I think, are starting to be a bit more labeled out that and as they should be because not saying they deserve, I think the player deserves an enormous amount of credit because you're the one that's the buy-in, but the chemistry has to be there. And sometimes you look at these players, you brought up Sam Sonoff before who needs a bounce back. It's not related to you, but in terms of that bounce back, maybe a goalie coach change would be a significant form. Right. So, you know, honestly, depending on, on, you know, philosophies and exactly. how they work together. So it could be both ways, right? Like, yep. It can go either way part. I'll let you take it away. Next point. Well, then I'm assuming if your goalie coach made the next step to the NHL, when it comes to your goals for the next season, is your mindset just right now getting that permanent NHL job? That's for sure. That's that's for sure the mindset of a big amount of goalies that are in the AHL, NHL. You know, that's that's definitely uh, part of my mindset as well. Because um, I feel like when you're complacent, you don't push the limit. You don't push yourself. You know, you don't you don't dig deep. And when you're complacent, you know, you're, you 
you get comfortable. And I, I don't want to be there right. at that place. You know, like uh, 27 years old, I have, I have nothing to lose. I, I, I have, I have a, a great organization that, that, that believes in me. They, they, they've helped me develop in the last couple of years. And it's just a great opportunity for me to, to, to keep that mindset of continual growth, continually going up uh, and, and pushing. And that's, that's our job, uh, right? Like that's literally the mindset of so many, so many goalies. And I'm pretty sure hundred percent of AHL goalies. So for me, yeah, you're right. My mindset is that is to, to, to play hard, play my game and not just continually think about, oh, I want an NHL job. I want an NHL job because that just, it doesn't make you focus, you know, right now it's, it's a little bit at the end of the day, it's not part of the controllables of like you actually getting an, 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 an NHL job. How that happens is your performance. <laughs> and, and then you, you, you dial that back even more. It's just about how you live every day. That's if we go even deeper than that, you know, it's just, how you approach every shot that's, you know, so it's for me, I want to break it down and make sure I, I stay in the moment. I, I just kind of like not focus on, I want to NHL. I want to NHL. Yes. That's a motivation. It's a goal maybe, but I'm not thinking about that on the daily because that will take away from my focus of, you know, getting better every single second, every single shot I take and how I'm preparing for camp, you know, preparation for camp yeah it's my it's a goal in the back of my mind but but preparation for camp is is a big 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 part of, of the season see always well spoken Zach. and i told alex this and even on our last point you know that everything we get into you're going to get honesty and truth out of it and that's why i'm excited to transition kind of over to the capitals a little bit because and there is a lot of points i want to get into and i was going to save this point for a bit later in the topic but i'm going to say it right now because it's on my mind fresh you know at the time of when we were recording at this current time not going to state date or anything like that obviously we're in the off season it's uh, sunny in Sault Ste. Marie so people that are listening can probably relate it's probably summertime <laughs> it's about four possible days that it could be <laughs> about four or five possible days you can guess yeah. Yeah. Choice. if you guess correctly comment below maybe I'll get you a prize maybe keyword uh, but free agency <laughs> free agency um, is obviously live in the off season all time it starts in July and it can go all the way to training camp, people to signing contracts, PTOs. At the time of this recording, Darcy Kemper has signed in Washington. And for the amount of dollars that he has signed, it's obvious where the expectations for him are. And he's coming off a Stanley Cup victory uh, in Colorado. But no one should take anything away from Pavel Francouz, who did very well in the Edmonton series. I think people may forget that. But nonetheless, Vancek has moved on and Copley has moved on, right? So you, you had Sam Sonoff has moved on to Toronto. You know, and I don't want to sit here and say that, oh, Zach, you're a, you're a lock for the second part. I know you're not even that type. Well, of- Lindgren signed in Washington today as well. Yeah, there was some movement, right? So I feel like that second position, yes, th- despite the signings today, there's the opportunity for you uh, to have that, to go for it. And obviously, if not, you, you do go back to Hershey. But overall, it must be motivating for you to say that, you know what? There, you know what, there was movement. The crease is obviously everyone's gonna say, and I'll fly, I'll say what it is. Everyone expects the crease to be Kempers. But 
in the goaltending world that it is now, anyone who is growing, anyone who's successful doing well, you know, that's, who's going to get the chance. And you went in this year, got the chance, did successful, made that mark on the Washington organization. And obviously they, they, they know who Zach Fakali is. Everyone should have known anyways, who you are because of what you've done before. But besides that, you know, it must be motivating to go into this year to be like, it's almost different than last year. You know, you don't have, basically you had Vanchak and, and Sam Sonoff being your lock too. And you had to compete with Copley. You guys were not competing, but a tandem, right. For that play yeah. time. It's that friend. Oh, there's definitely some competition there. There's always competition. It, 100%. It's, it's, it's all, it's a, it's the world, you know, these days, the world is competition. You have got guys signed from the KHL mid season this year. Yeah. So it's like, so it's, it's the whole, there's competition everywhere. Every second, it, there's no really letting up. Like, Yes, the contracts are part of it, uh, and some some stuff happened in free agency, like you said, you know, in out. It, it's part of it's part of of the business. It's part of life. Uh, so as long as as far as what I'm expecting is is just the best for myself, and that's it. That, that's all I can do. Uh, that's all I can do is play at my absolute best, and then once the opportunity comes, you know, you put your foot down like like the last time. And I think it's important that you were talking, Dave. Uh, thanks, thank you for for what you're saying. I mean, it's it's very. Uh, I, I appreciate you kind of. No, no, but I mean, oh. I appreciate it. It's cool. I, I it was uh, it was a long time coming for me, man. It took me seven years to play one game in the NHL, uh, and and that's 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 wild. That's a hell of a journey. But um, when you do get a chance to make a first impression, you only get one of those, right? You, you really only get one, sure. and. And I feel like, like you said, uh, it is a little bit different than last year where last year I had uh, zero games. Now I have a couple, but those games, you know, with the results, you, you can say, okay, well that was shown now. So that kind of, for me, it is very motivating to, to answer your question. It is very motivating for me to have that little taste and, and also kind of little bit of validation you know of, of all the work I put in and, and how I play the game and how I approach the game so there's some validation there too and it gives me some confidence that with the work I'm going to be doing this all of this offseason that I'm doing currently uh being ready at camp is is gonna is is gonna pay off eventually yeah 100 percent. you know and that's where I say say it how it is and again I know uh you know <laughs> you went into that first game and this is one point that kind of transitioned to that first point, you know, this year you have the opportunity, you know, especially to be in a role, to be a backup. I know who they signed, whatever. Kemper, I think, to be honest, and you can disagree or disagree, uh, or disagree, but Kemper, I think, is the only one that they expect for certainty for the crease, right? You pay $5.5 million and a Stanley Cup winner. I'd be, sugar I'd be lying if I didn't think that they would be uh, expecting him to be number one. Uh, <laughs> right. But, but for, it, for, for that, it's always open. It doesn't matter who's number one. I remember back when Curtis Joseph got hurt in Toronto and Corey Schwab went in and John Sebastian Oban, these guys that came in that had the opportunity and they ran away with it. Toronto didn't make the playoffs. Uh, but you, 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 these, sometimes an opportunity arises is my point. You had that opportunity this year and you made the most of it. You said it right there. So I think the only certainty in Washington at this current point of talking is, is the number one, quote unquote, which is so used uh, differently nowadays than what it was before. And 
rewinding, you go back this year to prove yourself and you put on that jersey for the first time. And I'm sorry, I don't have a Capitals jersey in the background. As everyone sees in the Gretzky corner, I got a Blue Jay jersey going on currently right now. Any, down. any Maple Leaf jersey memorabilia has been stored in that closet. I don't know if you can see it on the right over there. Okay, so it's not out. So there's a Blue Jay jersey back there. So I might have to order a Vukali, uh Capitals jersey so you know exactly. Uh, but besides that, you put on the jersey the first time you said you had that journey to go up there seven years in the making and you had everything from junior to the NHL is a grind for you to get there. And you put on that Jersey for the first time. And I'm keep doing these expressions that people see on video with my hands. The Italian is coming out a lot, but you, you put on the Jersey. You must've almost want to get into tears. You must've, like you must've had that feeling. Oh, yeah. It's getting worth it. Right. Can you describe yeah. the emotion that you had? Uh, it, it's, it was, uh, it, like I said, it was a long time for me. Uh, and there were some moments, and I talked about this a lot uh, in the past, and, and whenever I am asked, I, I tell the truth about it. It's, there were some moments where I didn't believe as much that it could be done for me, like, in the last seven years. Like, sometimes I didn't believe it as much, you know, as I, I would have a little bit younger. And, and some moments were almost too tough to, 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 to say, ah, uh, you know, there were some thoughts like, am I going to keep going? Am I just going to go to Europe? Is that, you know, like, is it just, is that it for me? You know what I mean? There was some, there was a lot of, of questioning, a lot of bad times, bad thoughts, but there was a lot of, it was a lot. It was a lot. All right. And, and to actually do that and, and I can't, you can't make this up. Like I can't even write it. I couldn't, it's tough for me to describe. I'm sorry, guys. I, I usually have a lot of words. But you got it. I, that shows I, your um, emotion right there. That shows it. That's the. It's like, it's like, even if I, you asked me, how do you think your first game is going to go? I wouldn't even have wrote it that way. <laughs> I don't think you can. Like a shutout on the road like that. Like that's, that's crazy, right? Uh, that's crazy. I, I, I can't even imagine thinking this up before. Uh it was an unbelievable thing. Uh, a lot of people came up in the organization that didn't really know my story. They, they, they came up to me after like, man, like we didn't really know what you went through to, to, to be here. And, uh, and the fifth, I don't know, 12 to 15 other teams I played for before. Um, and the freaking three leagues and Spangler cups and all this stuff <laughs> that I that happened. Like a lot of people didn't know. And, and I even had people, say oh you're still you're still playing hockey you know like there's a lot of stuff that happened and i it was one of those moments where i was real grateful to to be a part of that uh because uh, there was there was a lot of people that actually did believe in me from the beginning all the way through uh and i i'm not one of those people sometimes i didn't believe in it but there was a lot of people that believed in me all the way through and there were a lot of people that didn't believe in me. And those, you know, they fueled me over time. They did fuel me over time. And I'm grateful for those people that didn't believe in me. And I'm grateful for the people that did believe in me because both of those served as motivation in different times. When it was good, uh, you know, you use a certain type of motivation. And when, when it's, it's bad, you use a certain type of motivation to push through as well. So I had to push through a lot of adversity and I, I made it uh, to that. But now, like where we're at right now, I'm not completely just satisfied with just playing a couple of games. You know what I mean? Like 
that's great. You know, I, I, any goalie could be good in, in a couple games here and there. I, I believe that any, any goalie from the East Coast, I mean, not, let me not even name leagues. I'm saying around the world, there's a lot of goalies that could have success in the NHL for one or two or three games. Yep, There are. In the world, there are. Same with players. Um, now, for me, it's about continuing that work and continuing to take that step and continue to 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 literally go to the next level and stay there. So for me, that's that's my next goal. That's my next challenge. Love that. I couldn't. Uh, that that's and honestly, I kind of wish you would have got your first shutout in a leaf jersey. I keep telling Par that <laughs> <laughs> that it would have been a leaf jersey, you know. Uh, but Joe, Somebody else did it this year. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I, that's so true. That's so true. Par, what did you do to celebrate after? Uh, <laughs> oh, your first game. Did you do anything fun with the team after? Did they do anything for you? Oh, no, we out. got. Oh, we uh, took them out. <laughs> we uh, we got uh, right on a plane to Columbus. There was a game the next day. So. Uh, oh no! Okay, so, so you how I so I celebrated that was uh, get on the plane, did some video with 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 Scotty on the plane. Uh, he you know congratulated me. I had a, a sit down with uh, with Coach Laviolette. Uh, he said he, he didn't, like I said, there's, there were people that didn't really know <laughs> how long it took for me to get there. And that was when he said, well, congratulations. That was a hell of a moment. Thanks. Uh, thanks for making everybody live that, uh, which was kind of strange because I was part of it. You know, I was living, I was, I was happy to be a part of living that with, with the <laughs> right. rest of the team. You know, you have some legends on that, that hockey club. So uh, yeah, it was, it was, a it was an amazing moment. There was a lot of, uh, a lot of really cool, uh, people saying some real nice things to me that night. And then the very next day was another game. So I was, uh, I was right back at, we were all right back at it. So there's not much time to celebrate, uh, mid season like that on a road trip. So true. Is there a moment from that stint that sticks out to you the most? Like a memory that is like, that's what I remember most about that stint. Besides the shutout. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what I remember most, uh, you know, at the end of the day, it was, it's, it's a hockey game. So what I remember the most, is just, I mean, not much. I mean, the, the feeling after the, in the locker room, that's, that's always one of my favorite things. When you win a hockey game, especially a close game, you go back to the locker room, the feeling of, you know, that's, that's great. That's a really good time. My family afterwards, my dad, uh, my mom and dad were there. Uh, awesome. They got in last, last minute. So to be able to chat with them after a game like that, it, it was different than any other game. Uh, it was a lot of pride by them, by myself. And uh, that was one of the good moments, you know, just embracing my parents after that. It was uh, one of the good times for sure. Were they there we at the game? Yeah, they were there. They got That's in awesome. last, last minute. Yeah, That's yeah. awesome. All that hard work, you know, that proud parent moment with it, right? And then you, all that hard work that you've done in the last seven years, back to when you were in junior, um, back when you were in, uh, under eight, I can't say the other terms, because under 18, it's under 15 now, all these different right terms for it. That's true. They changed uh, a lot of yeah, it now. Yeah, <laughs> they, they, I can't say the other terms on live recording, and someone will message me, which rightfully so, I get it. I should make sure I get the terms right. But all those years that you did, Peewee is still a thing, uh, novice, all those levels, actually they call it select A here in the Sioux. I don't know what they call it in other areas, but you, all those times you went to the rink, you know, your parents are – I've all, are always number one supporters of everything. That may be corny to say, but to share a moment with them there, them getting there to watch, 
you know, I can imagine, you know, how they would have felt for you. You know, they, they were just, people may disagree that, oh, he guaranteed Zach was probably more excited. There's not a chance. Uh, the parents are just, yeah, yeah, they just were, if, if not more, yeah. you know, because uh, if not more, because they, they saw, they saw me in the good times, but they also saw me going through some real dark times. Uh, and um, for them to be there, witness that after seeing all those things and supporting me through all of that stuff, man, from the time I was, I don't know, six years old, all the tournaments, all that to that moment, I bet you that was something pretty freaking special for my parents. And for me, like I was saying earlier, Obviously, it wasn't just any just any other game, yeah. but at the end of the day, it was a hockey game for me. One of many. Uh, it was an awesome result, awesome feeling. That's I'm not I'm not saying oh it was just another game. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying though, for me, moving on had to be done quickly. You know, I, I by the way, when I got back to Hershey a couple of days after, I got roasted for seven. So you're back to reality real quickly. <laughs> You know, and so, so that's what I mean. That's what I mean is that, yes, it was a good moment, but I didn't have time to just continue with it because, hey, time marches on and you just got to keep going. And my parents probably, you know, they're still happy about that moment right now, you know, probably. So that's, that's kind of just the difference there. That's what you want it to be more than anything. So you don't want to be that just that one thing. You want it to be continued, right? And that's what kind of, yeah. you know, within we have two, we're in our second out of four topics here. Dave McKay, Alex Part, Zach Ficali, Ruth the Game Sports Show, powered by TGM, the Game Entertainment Media. Uh, Getting to the point that I really want to dive into with this topic, that I think you're that you could provide a lot of intel to, and it's kind of off board with this second topic per se. We'll talk about the Capitals, but you were drafted by Montreal, and I'm not too sure how well you got to know Carey Price in your time there. I don't know if we ever talked about that, but uh, nonetheless, there was someone who was battling a lot this year. Okay. Lots of emotional circumstances outside the rink. Um, there in particular mental health, that's not confirmed. I'm going to state that firmly that has not been released. There's uh, that's just me going off of assumptions. Uh, again, I'm not going to continue going into that route, but I am going to go into a mental health side of the game. Mental health is a main component of the game, right? Especially for a goalie. It's for defensemen, for forwards, for coaches, everybody, but goalies, it's a different animal. As I say, goalies, a different breed. It's because you have to observe mental health in a different way. Is my honest opinion. You guys are taking rubber for the entire game. Okay. And it seems you're someone who's been strong mentally. And obviously you mentioned, you went through times where you're grinding to get to the NHL in the last seven years. And I'm sure mental health plays a good effect on your game at this current point, but with Carey price. And like I said, not proven, but there's a lot of battles outside of the rink. Can you get into the topic of mental health in particular for our listeners and how much it affects a goaltender? And has there been any resources that you've had to use yourself to kind of, if you've used any, to help you overcome any mental health challenges? Uh, yeah. Deep yeah, question. I did. Very I, deep I, uh, <laughs> no, when, when I, when I was in, when I was in Brampton, I was really like searching, you know, <laughs> I was looking for myself. Uh, I don't, in French, you kind of can translate a little bit better, but like, <laughs> I was really like looking for myself as a human being, as a goalie, like I was, I was lost. Okay. And yeah, I, I, I saw a psychologist uh, multiple times to help me because I, I was struggling. I really was. I was struggling. And, and uh, it wasn't until I had a few boosts uh, in confidence from, you know, some, some calls uh, 
like Sean Burke inviting me to the, the Spangler Cup uh, at 21 out of the East Coast. That was a big boost in confidence. Uh, and then uh, the very next year when, you know, I'm back in the East Coast and it's so-so and I can't, I don't recognize my game anymore. And it's like, okay, where the hell am I going? Like, yeah. you know, you have a tough time and I'm not sure. This is kind of a strange thing when we talk about mental health uh, for each individual, because like, I think we kind of think about it in a different way. Everyone does, you know, and if we look at it, like mental health being great, where like on top of the scale or everything in your life is, is top, which is, it's rare and everything is top and your happiness is through the roof, you know, but there were, it was rare during a hockey career that you have, top everything mental health it's very rare you know like you're going through something all the time whether it's you know uh, a thing on the ice or or your body's kind of aching somewhere or or at home you know your wife your girlfriend you know you have a baby it's it's very hard you know there's there's a lot of moving parts here you know and and then you can you can also add for a lot of players financial stuff and all these stressors um but if we're just speaking about my experience in in my career mental health wise i i just i don't even know where to go there other than say that my happiness levels weren't very high for a a part for a part of my career and that's that's the reality uh but um i did use resources uh i i did have very close friends that helped me i did have a family uh, that helped me out um helped me go through stuff and and I just hung on. You you hang on and you 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 gut it out. You use some grit. You 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 find some resiliency. You find some inner strength here and there, and you just what you find the little wins. You know, at the end of the day, you find the little wins, and then the little wins they build up, and you go to the next, and it gets, and then at the end of the day, you get a big boost of confidence, and then you continue to build. And I'm not just saying that that my whole career was dark. It's not. I had some oh, no. amazing. I had some amazing moments, you oh. know, in my hockey career. As I'm some some great. I'm very very lucky. I'm one of the lucky players. Yeah. But uh, to get there, uh, fuck, it was uh, up and down, you know. And and it's like that. Uh, so mental health. It's. I know I've been babbling for five minutes, probably. But, but 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 mental health. It's it's a tough thing because we we all have a different experience and. I just, I don't know where else to go other than talk about how I kind of dealt with it. Honestly, that might've been the toughest question I've ever asked a guest on the show. I'm not going to lie. I was going to say that was, that was a loaded <laughs> question. Yeah, that was a loaded <laughs> question. Now par will let it while we transition to the, uh, the topic to the next topic par might make it a little bit easier. Uh, this was something I'm going to spoil a little bit. This is something that you posted when Colorado won the cup is what he's going to bring up. So I'm going to let Bart take it. Yeah. I just wanted to know, like your buddy, Nate just won the stand the cup. Like did you get the chance to speak with him at all since? Uh, no, no. I mean, look, I wouldn't even say, Oh, my buddy, Nate, you know, like, <laughs> okay. I, okay. I, I, don't, You're acquaintance. Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't, you know, talk uh, regularly with, with mm. Nate. It's just, yeah. he won the cup. Uh, we played together in Halifax. Yeah. Which is, it's not, it's not, not very relevant uh but it's uh it was cool yeah whatever i i reposted that because i was happy and uh, good for him man they did it and you know i know guys on that team like obey cubell we oh. play together in the summer all the time 
Simon Girard, he's from around the city, Quebec area, Montreal, you know. So like this, this, there's a lot of people there and it's not just Nate. That's true. <laughs> that uh, I was happy about. And uh, that's awesome, man. When you win the Stanley cup, it's inspiring to see others do it and it motivates you to, to, to push yourself because it's everyone's goal. It's literally everyone. We all want to do that. And then okay, it got, well, the, got dented. This... it got dented by Abe Kubel, your buddy. <laughs> okay. And now he's a leaf. Okay. The guy who's on the oh, boy. Dented the cup. Okay. Doesn't have to worry about doing it again now. <laughs> Oh, Park. Uh, sorry, Park, I cut you off. <laughs> yeah, okay. We'll talk about something that I know you'll be able to expand on a little bit more. The Living Sisu Hockey League. I was looking into it, doing a little bit of research. Um, Charles Houdon just signed a contract. Um, do you think that him lighting you up for five in his debut game in that league helped him get that contract? <laughs> That's funny. No, Where did you find that, Park? <laughs> the stats funny. are on the Living Sisu website, man. You just got to oh, dig in. It's true. They are. And he did have five on a small three on three rank. Yeah, it's true. But it's a high scoring game and it's it's fun as hell. So, uh, yeah, that's good fun, Alex. I like that. I like yeah, okay. that. You're going to have to come down uh, to one of the games on Tuesday nights here. We uh, for that league. It's a good time. But yeah, you got some big you, names in there. Is that I don't think that... uh, I don't think he it was relevant to his contract. I think I was done. Probably. OK, I was just wondering I if you're doing him a favor. I think I think the contract gave him the confidence. I think. Gotcha. <laughs> right. Yeah. His agent's like, we got something cooking up, man. Just got to go out there. Keep doing it. <laughs> side, this guy. He just scored five in the living <laughs> league. Okay. Get him now while he's hot. Get him now. Oh, boy. <laughs> Honestly, awesome. mentioned go down and I and I'll touch on this more on the end. But Alex isn't he you just learned to play hockey, Alex. I just played my first season of men's league. I had a that's awesome. Yeah, I'm it the looks one. like it was my first. It looks like it was my first time. I would love for Alex to come down. And I actually I was going to save this for the end, Zach, but I'll say it now. I was actually next summer, not this year because of just the way it's it's the way the summer is right now. I can't say the exact date, but, you know, I I would love to have a one on one shootout competition against Zach Fakali. Wow. That would be cool. Now, ten well, I have I have a I have a way for you to do that. You have to come to make your move the next summer. It's basically a shootout tournament, and I, I love to play at that. So. Oh, okay. No now, way. Now, okay. You now. guys have okay. So this is cool. Uh, you the game sports show has to have a team because how it works is you have Whoa. a goalie and four players, and your four players go against the opposing goalie, and then. To switch goalies and then the four players from the other team go against the other goalie and that's one round and there's 10 rounds and then it's it's dope it's a cool tournament. that's cool see me and brooks he played brooks a lot higher than a lot higher the guy has a thousand professional games i don't know so then game. yeah he can play in the open tournament yeah see that would be fun to do now i'm glad we brought this up but i would love listeners to comment below how many skulls i'm gonna get on zach uh oh, i got i got i got <laughs> hey I'm not. I'm not a robot, man. You can probably score on me. Uh, I don't know. I got. And one, I'm fine with I got that. One it's move. Fine. I got one secret move that worked in my day, and it's. Uh, everyone... You think it'll work out of ten? No. no, I don't know. I, I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't think I'll score one. Maybe you squeak one by, man. Who knows? I'm not. I'm not a. I'm not a, <laughs> a superhero, man. Maybe you squeak one by. No. I'll build some confidence for you. For my first game ever, I forgot one shin pad. <laughs> one from another team and then went into my bag and realized I didn't pack my skates either. So, Oh my God. Par, you made- That's a good move. That's a yeah. Good move. Oh yeah. Let me tell you, they didn't forget about that. I heard about That's a good move, man. Uh, you know, and uh, okay. Expanding off living C suit. I love the posts on social media and I want to give you at near the end, 
or at the end, I want to give you full floor on a full floor. Sorry. on talking about living Sisu, like promotion wise, a lot. I want to give you time for that and living Sisu and the, and your training is the kind of the last topic I want to get into. And the other one was a brief topic where uh, the, the hockey league, I'm glad part brought that up such good research, yeah. better researcher than I am. My God, I'll take, I won't take any credit for that in the notes. I was all par. Um, so you, What's living Sisu, uh, you obviously have the, the league going on. And like I said, I'm going to save things for the end. Uh, but you have obviously a training regime. I know how does that connect to living Sisu? Well, it doesn't really because obviously, it, but it kind of does. You guys offer a lot of different services, may not be the regime that you follow in particular. Uh, but I would love to know what you can tell the listeners about your specific training regime and do you utilize your living Sisu products a lot in your trading regime? Basically, is what I'm. So uh, how I so how I do it is is I I think it's a pretty normal thing. Uh, I, I train off ice five times a week, um, and uh, I've been at the same gym Miologic in in Rosemere for I don't know twelve years now uh, since I've been about fifteen. So yeah, that's about it. The math is right. It, it's it checks out. And, um, and I go on the ice, uh, twice a week for like the first couple of weeks when a little early, you know, like in June, depending on when we come back and then I ramp it up to three times a week. And then, um, once I'm starting to get more fluid, you, you, uh, I start doing more goalie specific skates and then you ramp it up to four closer to camp. Uh, and, uh, you know, you mix in some, a lot of rest in, inside and, that's my training regime, man. Like there's a lot of, um, a lot of juggling. There's a lot of eye, um, eye work, uh, you know, perception, all this type of training uh, that's available nowadays, uh, that I love to, 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 to use, but also other sports. I love to play other sports and cycling, running all types of stuff. So I like to mix in a lot of things, but hockey wise for me, um, I tend to ramp, ramp it up as it goes like through July and August and make it much more goalie specific uh, near the end uh, to really peak come, uh, come September when the camp is, is ready there. Par, and I think you'll agree that even Zach was just saying they, the way they do training and maybe you won't be able to answer this part a lot or stem off it to the. Yeah. We literally just finished saying it was my first time ever playing hockey and I didn't pack my skates. So I mean, no, but training <laughs> part of the way I say it is that they, it's a lot different than what it used to be. And players have always been different than goalies, right? It, it I don't want to say it's drastically different, but it is in a different degree. I mean, like 30 years ago, they're smoking darts at intermission. So yeah, things have well, changed. That's style. That's yeah. uh, and I love the way it, it is now, the cardio focus, the biking, the cycling, the yoga, the, that is, and the mental health strength is so like powerful now into the game. And it's, I'm happy that that's realized because it's been a time coming. Yeah. Because yep. back we're close to the same age, and um, I think I only have a, like a handful—not even not just over a couple of years on you. So I think the way it was is when we grew up was very okay. You got to bench press, you got to squat. Okay, you got to do this. Maybe not for goal. Yeah, we like it's funny you say that, but for for us where I train, we very rarely do those exercises. Love that. If if any. If even once those two exercises you mentioned, like for just a standard squat and a bench press will be done probably zero times this summer because of a different, it's a, it's a different philosophy of training, but once training camp comes and the tests arrive, 
I can, I can push that weight as well, just like everybody else. It's just a philosophy of it where um, the focus is on different types of drills and um, where we're at, it, it makes for very durable, uh, durable athletes and, and where we're at. Uh, and he trains all types of, of uh, athletes from different types of sports, from boxers to mixed martial artists, swimmers, hockey golf soccer all like football players as well so like it's all types of sports and uh that's important to be versatile i think yeah. and uh, it's funny it's not funny but it's good that you mentioned uh yoga and, and and the mental aspect of the game because that is part of the regime it has to be nowadays you know yeah. it has to be where you know i spend almost every day on the mental aspect of the game is super important in preparation for uh, the season, you know, whether it's visualization, whether it's, you know, meditation, yoga, all these types of things Like I stretch on the daily, you know, your flexibility has got to be on port once uh, the season starts. So all these things, when I first, when you first asked me about my regime, I went very broad, but that I think I narrowed it down a little bit for you where like there's, there's many, many different aspects of it, you know, from your, from your eye training to yoga, to meditation, to, you know, mental skills, mental, you know, visualization of, of, of your game. It's really important to video as well. Just, you know, putting the GoPro, all these things, you know, the video as a goaltender, it's maybe less of a factor for players in the summer but for a goaltender to be able to do video in the summer, I think it's, it's a huge aspect of you improving, making certain realizations and kind of taking an edge from what you did last year to the next. Always improving. Now, Par, I'm going to take your thunder with this a little bit as we get to the <laughs> last point before conclusion. And I always dislike the, the conclusion because that means you're getting to the end. And such a great chat that we have with you. We touched on a lot. But this is where I want to give you the floor about living Sisu a bit more. You have the hat on right now. Really nice looking ball cap. I was thinking that this whole time. I was like, I, that's a nice hat. And this, I didn't, I want to say this out loud. I provided everyone the membership for the living Sisu for our show. But never mind. I won't get into that. Uh, I hope people utilize that. But Again, I'm going to get back on point. Uh, the Living Sisu is um, obviously what I want to get into here. And we talked about it just slightly a little bit, obviously, the league and right. the apparel you have on. But I want to get into where you can remind listeners, give you the floor about where they can sign up, download the app. Right, um, right. So, I, yeah, the last time we spoke, our app was very rudimentary. It was our, our, our beta kind of like minimum, minimal, minimal viable product that we were trying to launch. And, um, uh, we completely redeveloped uh, with a brand new team. We went all the way through to uh, the whole new design. So the, the, the app, uh, once you come in, our goal, our main goal is to make sports more accessible to more people, to everyone, really. That's, that's our main goal, you know, limitless access. That's what we talk about a lot. So uh, by downloading the app, you'll have, you know, all types of offers in sports. And that's really what we're focusing on, sports, wellness, you know, making sure it's, it's a healthy, but also active lifestyle. That's, that's what we're about. That's what I'm about. And that's why we're trying to spread that our whole team. So, uh, yeah, it's a little show. blurry there. So well, let's show, I'm trying to show it. I'm trying to show it yeah, off. It's right here. I got it. Ah, you got so, it. Like, okay. All types of resources, <laughs> all types of resources from, you know, videos, photos, PDFs, uh, from, from professionals, uh, and then access all the, all the, exclusive offers that are there from about a hundred something partners we have now. So there's a lot of offers and then, you know, our events. So we're building events here and there 
as much as many as we can with our, our hockey league, our tournaments, retreats, all types of stuff like that for exactly that, giving access to sports. And uh, that's our thing, man. It's uh, it's free to join. So it's download the app. If you're a sports person, it's kind of a no brainer. You have some some cool resources and, and, and some offers and you're connected to a sports uh, sports people. So and that's guess, kind where, of, uh, guess where it is. It's on our website, the Oh, there you go. I'm going to make access. sure. And I'm going to make sure that at the bottom of this video routinely that Olivia Sisu. Uh, Amazing. Thank page. you, really. So they can, people should be, should have already clicked. Well, no, they should listen to the show first, then uh, rewind. Yeah, it's a good one. I like that. Listen then, to the show then, first. Yeah, listen to the show nice. first, then click it. Okay. Because if you don't click it, then hit subscribe on the platform to wherever you're listening. Just It's all seamless. You're listening to great content. Click on Living Sisu and you follow the Game Sports Show and DJ. It's just sports, man. You'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> There's always a lot. It's such a good community. And I had numerous guests who say hockey is one of the best sports communities, right? And it's always everyone helping out each other with it, right? And yeah, obviously TGEM is its own routine, Living Sisu, and it's all routine. And it kind of all connects still. Uh, and of course you have a great thing going and I might have to make an order on those hats along with your Jersey. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I might have to switch that Jersey in the background after too. Uh, but I, unfortunately this is the end of the road uh, for part two. I think we went just a slight bit over schedule, which is actually a, a win for us. Cause we're always an hour over schedule typically. Yeah. Uh, but I have a feeling that we're going to have to have a part three down the road. I have for a sure. Feeling- I have a feeling that that part three is going to be when we have our shootout <laughs> competition. Uh, That's a great idea. We could do a live show. We'll do a live show. Wow. Uh, at major move in uh, 2023. I like that. But uh, honestly, guys, look this up. Uh, it's it's really fun. Uh, it's in a few different cities in Quebec. It's it's a really fun tournament. And trip if you're a, a, <laughs> and a podcast, there you go. Yeah, all three. And, and you'll find out if you can score on me. There you go. Oh, you probably I, will. You probably will. And don't get me pumped. You know, my 18 year old <laughs> self, I kind of live on the show once in a while. I bring up my junior hockey days as par rolls his eyes. Once, once in a while, <laughs> once in a while, uh, you know, but Brooksy actually is the one that has the actual rat, the sheet. Like you look him up on, in, on hockey DB. He, they had to minimize the font because of how somebody, how long he played. That's how, you know, somebody That's either awesome. faded or was a suitcase. And he was, he just had the opportunity to, <laughs> travel the different leagues so i think he you and him would have a great showdown the guy is still really good to play men's league against him but i dangled him a few times and sniped so i i'm conceited about that on the show so my prediction That's is nice. i will get one on zach wow. but you might you might get a couple for sure one, but it's gonna be sneaky it's gonna be an absolute shit of a goal it's not gonna be sick it's gonna be shit but i want you to promise me zach when i come that you actually try though for me at all don't be nice 100 no no i i go i okay. go if you score good. you score it's all good good to know that i'm, I'm, gonna I, I'm uh, comfortable enough uh you know how many goals i've gotten scored on in my life man it's all good if you score good good stuff it's fine I'm keeping i'll it. probably forget about it by the, by the time i go to bed it's fine i'm keeping <laughs> fuck and i still want you to know in nhl franchise mode that i play the odd time you're always the goalie that i play. oh that's cool right hey guys so i appreciate you having me on the show unfortunately i have to run there to yeah, yeah. Get some help around the house. So uh, I'll I see you guys. Thank you so much for having me. Of course, Zach, exactly. you taking the time to come on the show. Par, appreciate you taking the time. Of course. Uh, and for the Game Sports Show and TGEM, I want to wish all the listeners um, the best. And thank you for record, uh, being a part of this recording. Make sure you like, follow, and subscribe. Okay. And obviously, Zach, best of luck uh, and continue forward with fatherhood as well. Uh, par, uh, again, 
thank you for your time, man. Okay. Of course, man. Uh, we want to be anywhere else. It's fun time. You I can, want- by the way, the last thing, uh, the LSHL that you were talking about earlier, you can live stream that on the YouTube channel as well. So Oof. you can live stream the games on Monday nights as the women's league with Olympic, Olympic athletes, uh, next generation players, oh, no youth sports, the best, the best women in, in Quebec are on our league. And uh, on Tuesdays, well, it's uh, NHL, AHL uh, guys on Tuesday nights. There's some uh, big names, Dave. I was oh, looking there is. The I saw the big names. We're going to talk about that more, but we are going to stream that. We might have to connect have a good night. about having it on our YouTube channel. But nonetheless, thanks again to the listeners, Zach, to Alex. Everyone make sure you like, follow, and subscribe on all audio platforms, website, the Game Sports Show, as well as the TGM Network YouTube channel. I'd also like to remind you, keep your stick on the ice, swing your bats, catch your touchdowns, drain your threes, and shoot your shots. Booyah.